You're listening to the Passion Church Podcast. We believe that today's message will help you thrive in your relationship with Jesus as you follow Him. We'll be back after the podcast with more information. And now, today's message from Pastor Scott Brown, right here at Passion Church. Good morning, Passion Church. How are you all doing today? I know you had some snow up there this week. Um, been a little chilly here. Went down to 49 at night, 70 during the day. I know what you're thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I won't apologize. We God led me. This is where I'll be. Amen. But we, we, we miss you guys. We love you all. Got a good word for you this morning. Let's pray and get right into it, shall we? Father, we just thank you. We just praise you. We're so grateful for you. We're so grateful for the Holy Spirit that you've given unto us, Lord. We thank you that, that, that Lord, hallelujah, your will for us is so far beyond what, what we would understand the possibilities are. And we just embrace it, Lord, in, in faith. If we can't embrace it in understanding, and we just give you the glory for it all in Jesus' name. I'm, I'm starting to get into my message there in my prayer time. I'm a little excited about it. It's very simple, but it's very, it's very true. And some God, sometimes God just takes those things that are very simple and very true and just makes them bigger for us. Amen. Um, I'm going to read something out of Luke 11, verse 13, out of the Passion Translation this morning. It says this, if perfect parents, excuse me, if imperfect parents, I was thinking perfect parents, where do they find them? Not at my house. If imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, and, and we all do our best to do that, how much more will the perfect Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit's fullness when His children ask Him? How much more? We serve the God of much more. Much more. We cannot get our minds wrapped around how much more he actually is on our behalf because our minds aren't big enough and they don't function in that right way and he's not meant to be understood by a mind but rather by the spirit living inside of us and Lord we just we thank you for that we thank you for that praise you but how much more I think about the way Jesus did things I would be bold enough if I, if I should say if I was bold enough I would say he, was, he appeared to be compulsive at times when he told them to lower the net over the side of the boat after they had caught nothing all night and they end up with so many fish that the net is breaking. How much more? How much more? But the point of this is not about fish or stuff. It's about how much more he actually is on every occasion than we would even need him to be or even hope that he might be. He's much, much more. <clears throat> this came to my understanding when I was reading the other day in, in this manner. I was trying to help my son, Zachary, find his AirPods. And he, he misplaced them and, you know, we were looking for them. And I was just determined that I was going to find them. Uh, it was important to me because he was my son. It was just important. Now, I know they can be replaced, but I just... I know how I would feel if I had misplaced them and wasn't able to locate something that I used on a daily basis and I had spent my own money on and stuff like that. So I 
was going to join him in the hunt. And when I was thinking about it, I just said, you know, God, I know you know where those are, so I'm just going to ask you to show me where those, th those, those AirPods are. And even though I know better, and listen, I know better. It's funny how you can know better and still not act better. Even though I know better, I, was, I couldn't help thinking something like, this is a pretty trivial matter to be bothering God with. And I kind of meant that, you know, I know he'll show me, but I'm probably more concerned with this than God is, and there's probably more important things I could be focusing on. But then this verse just that morning jumped out at me. If I care about that trivial thing, how much more does God care about those things? How much bigger is God than we need him to be ever, 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 ever? One more ever, ever. How much bigger is he than we need him to be? Here's a clue. Romans 8, 32. Uh, this is the Amplified. So if it's a little louder, you know why. Uh, it says this. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not <clears throat> also with him freely and graciously give us all? other things. The greatest gift God could have given us was not salvation, except that Jesus' name was salvation. It was his son, is what I'm trying to say. And with his son is salvation and everything else that encompasses. Um, if he gave us the greatest thing he had, what would he withhold from us in a time of need? What would he withhold from us in a time of need if he's already given us the greatest thing he has? He would withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly before him. And that's Old Testament. That's Old Covenant. Hebrews says we have a better covenant, and we do. But he is so much grander, so much greater, so much wider, so much bigger. His expanse is so much more than we can imagine that there's really almost no sense in trying to imagine it. <sighs> right now, well, before I even go there, let me, let, me do, let me read one more scripture. Because there's our perception of things, and there's our perception of God, and then there's the truth about things, and then there's the truth about God, who he is and what he is and how much he actually is. And I was reading this in Luke also, in verse 35, 36 of the Passion. It says this, open your heart, consider my words. Now, what did he say to do? Open your heart and consider my words. Watch out that you do not mistake your opinions for revelation light. Oh, and how often do we do that? We get an idea and it feels good for us and we figure it, I could find some scripture this fits in with somewhere and this must be God's view on this thing and blah, 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 blah. Watch out that you do not mistake your opinions for revelation light. Op How do I do that? Open your heart and consider my words. Sometimes his promises seem, even though they're yes and amen, and it's up to us to say amen because he's already said yes, sometimes his promises are so, so great and so vast that we, we make them smaller so we can believe them when we should just believe them and let them be as big as they are. Are, are you getting that? Belief has nothing to do with understanding. Faith has nothing to do with understanding. 
God is bigger than your ability to understand. Faith is a decision that we make. Believing is a decision. We have to make it a lot of times in spite of our mind. But when we do, he's able to operate. He is bigger than our understanding. And he is able to operate above and beyond our understanding if we will just make the decision to believe and not make his promises tiny so that we can believe them. Don't make God smaller so he fits in, in your view of things. Just decide to believe him anyway and let him be as big as he is. Open your heart. Now, the way you open your heart is to get your mind out of the way because your mind's kind of stuck in the middle of things. Because you hear with your ears and it goes into your mind and before it can get down into your heart, it has to get through this. And sometimes you're just going to have to have this filter that says, no, God said that, so this can go straight in. Or maybe it's no filter. Maybe it's we don't need a filter there. But this, you know, God said it, it goes from here right down into your, right down into the center of your being. And it's like, well, but I don't understand that. I don't have to understand that. Maybe I'll get to understand it. And what I've seen from the things of God is you usually get to understand them as you experience them. If you have to understand it before you experience them, you will not experience them most of the time. Are you hearing me? If you have to understand them before you experience them, there's a very good chance that you will not experience them. It has to get into our heart. So there's got to be this straight line of trajectory from our ears to our heart when it comes to the Word of God, the things of God, the revelations of God. Amen. There is a major mess in the body of Christ right now because it's become politicized. And I fight it as everyone else does because we don't see it as politics as much as we see it as untruths. And we should all be champions of justice. But we have to know when to speak and when to shut up too. And sometimes God reveals stuff to us and it's not for saying, it's for praying. So when God shares something with you about a situation or someone, you need to find out whether I should be praying or saying. Um, and just as rule of thumb, I'm not quite sure what that means really, but it's an expression we use. Rule of thumb, it will never hurt you to pray before you say. Okay? But the, this misinformation that's flying around right now, I did it myself the other day on Facebook. I, I shared a photo of something that looked like a government official taking a vaccine shot that had a cap on it, and it did, but I only to find out later that it was a new safety type of syringe. And it had been posted originally by a nurse, so I assumed she knew what she was talking about. And I'm thinking, saying this looks kind of strange, you know? But misinformation is everywhere. I'm gonna say something that'll irritate some people, but I guarantee you it's the truth. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter who the president of the United States is because it certainly does, but what matters more is the fact that we live in the kingdom of God and he is our provider. And, and, and we can prosper no matter what's going on. We can, we can be in health. We can be operating and functional. And I honestly believe, I'm going to get myself in trouble, but We've become very comfortable in the past four years because things have been rather easy. And I'm not wanting things to get hard again. But if they do get hard again, 
and if someone is in office who we don't think should be, maybe, just maybe, that'll make us dig in all the harder. Maybe we'll start trusting God more. Maybe we'll lend him our ear more often than we have in the past four years. Maybe we'll concentrate more on getting done what God wants to get done here instead of assuming what he wants to get done here and complaining about it on social media. Okay, I probably hung myself there, but it's okay. I don't care. won't be the first time. Probably won't be the last time here. But at any rate, misinformation doesn't come from the Holy Spirit, only truth and immutable truth at that. So what I'm saying is the Holy Spirit always has the right information. Don't, don't look to social media for it. God is more. He's much, much more than any situation that, that arises. When, when, when God says he loves us, he does it in a, a limitless fashion which cannot be understood. It can only be experienced by those who are willing to participate. Amen? The way you get to understand God, as I was saying before, is by participating, by believing, irregardless, and watching what happens in the face of that. He is so much more than our greatest understanding of him, and he's more for us than we could ever hope for. He wants better, 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 better for you. And his, his parameters are correct, and the way he does things is always in keeping with his plan for us. He's called us all to greatness, and we need to participate. You have a Father who is much more. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today.